0: made it just in time. Come on, let's go get a seat. Hi, need a ride? Hop on in. Trucking Cafe. I'm your host, Julia. And I hate to repeat myself, but for those of you that are first-time listeners, I do have 30 years of experience driving the road as a solo lady driver. I started in 1988. People are coming to the industry and especially over the last 10 years and they're wanting to know a good driving school they're wanting to know because a truck doesn't have a lot of room how to car- compartmentalize a lot of their items what items they carry etc etc so I decided that I was going go ahead and start a monthly series of shows that call attention and pertain to all of these different questions again this is my editorial this is my personal opinion you may agree you may disagree and it is best for me to go ahead and just you know exclaim my favor of like I said, that is my personal opinion. First off, this episode is going to be the very, very basic of people that want to come into this industry, beginners, newbies, um, rookies, any other word or that you want to label that you want to tell them or call them or put them in a group. My question is why do you want to come into this industry? Is it because you're tired of your current job, that you don't have a job, that anywhere haven't done anything? That was my reason for getting into it. I wanted to see the country. And then I found out well, the hard way, you could see the country all right, but at sixty five to seventy mile an hour. Because these companies still have freight to haul. Um, you know, try, starting to do this off tough, so you have to forgive me. There's a lot of choices and decisions that you have to make. You kind of have to have money saved up. biggest thing. Because you're not going to get a paycheck right away. Well, that's a big investment. I've heard it's high $7,000 for driving school. Some of these companies will hire you, put you through school, but then you have to work for them a year or two to repay them for their cost of putting you through their driving school. So you're going to make pennies on the dollar starting out. Personally, I would stay away from schools that are only 18 days, 16, 18 days. To me, that is not enough time to learn anything. They are teaching you very, very, very bottom line basics, how to pass your CDL, how to get in a truck, start it up, put it in here, if it's automatic, if it's a standard, manual transmission, and put it in reverse and back up. Then you get hired on with a company. Then you go with a trainer, and then he only has you for four weeks. Think about it. You're learning every day. How much can you actually learn in four or six weeks? I'm thirty 30 years out and I'm still learning every single day. Another point I want is be wary of the drive in schools, like I said, and I may repeat myself and I apologize, sixteen to eighteen days. The longer the drive in school, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Be leery of your trainer when you get one. If he's only been training six months, get another one because he's learning. So how can he teach you anything when he's learning himself? Doesn't have the experience to be a trainer, but you have to jump into training somebody because they actually make extra money. The trainers get paid for every mile you turn as well. Even though you may be getting 10 to 15 cents a mile, 20 cents a mile for the first month that you're out on the road, the trainer is picking up all of your miles. Also, think about, do you want to be over the road? Do you want to be local? Is your wife or husband with you? Do you have kids? Do you have a pet? These are all questions you need to ask yourself. Because companies, you have to be with them solo in your own truck for 90 days. Or you could have a passenger or a pet with you. Either one, your first learning. either one is a huge distraction. You have so much to think about, to pay attention to, to that it's not reflex that having a passenger, having a pet, to me is a huge distraction for newbie Besides the weather, besides traffic, another thing is, don't think of these, that you're going to drive these trucks like you drive your car or your pickup truck. This is an 80 pound vehicle, 40 ton, and think of with with a load and full of fuel. Think about 21 elephants being inside this trailer and you're rolling down the road. You are a rolling bomb. And I don't mean to scare you. I'm being honest. You are a rolling. Look at all the accidents, not only on Facebook, but on the news. Look at all the trucks blown over and accidents and everything and the distracted driving that is going on out here. I just want, I'm i am doing this episode to give you an informed decision. If you really want to get into this industry, you have to love to drive. You have to drive bad weather. No, I'm not talking about feeling foggier than you can't even see the end of the hood, so hard you're going through a whiteout. Of course, pull it over. Have common sense. Pull it over. But you're not just jumping into your car and just rolling down the road to Mr. So-and-so's warehouse, pick up a load, and you're gonna, uh, a bebop across the country and seeing all this cool stuff and, and go to point B. It doesn't work like that. It really doesn't. Driving schools will glamorize it. They will say, "Hey, you can make fifty thousand dollars or sixty thousand annually driving a truck. Come, join us, and let us teach you how to drive, and you can have a nice big rig." Too. No, you're not. You're not going to, and you're going to get the crappiest loads that nobody else wants. There's a lot of comments in one of the groups I joined. Well, if you're sick or anything, you have to pull over. If you can't, what if you can't be rescheduled? What if you work for a small company that there is nobody to cover you? You're going to cry to your dispatcher? You're going to call and say, I can't do it. I I can't drive. (laughs) I can't drive you just about to do it. after a while, you keep that up, you will get the crappiest load. You will sit. Don't tell me you won't unless you're you because they've done it, didn't get the t-shirt. You have to pay dues. Don't expect when you're going to be a newbie out here, you're only wor- uh, uh, driving a couple of months, that you're going to be making oodles and oodles of money, $1,000 a week. I'm going to home every night. I'm gonna home every week. We aren't turning people. You're not making any money. Bigger companies expect you to stay out as much as three to four weeks at a time and getting one day off for every week you're out. If you have kids and you have a family, it is not a good idea to be in this person. You will miss due to weather. You in the circumstances beyond your control, the shipper doesn't care. They have a skeleton crew. I read horror stories on saving taking fifteen hours to get loaded. It's just a fact of the business. You bring the trailer in, you're at the mercy of the shipper or the receiver on how long they're gonna take you to get you unloaded or loaded team or rule, these guys don't give a rip. Or, uh, you could park the fence and take a break if you need to. They don't care. They'll turn around. Sorry for you. Or the line went down. Or the product wasn't be. they don't even know that you're coming. It wasn't until tomorrow. There are so many variables, people. So many variables out here. I are really want you to think Long and hard before you get into the industry. It is not as glorious as it looks. It really isn't. Not only are you driving over a $100,000 piece of equipment besides the load that operated in a safe manner, you want to stay home. You want to stay home at the time. Do you want a local job? These are questions you need to ask yourself. Do you want local? Do you want regional? Do you want to pull containers out of the shipyard? Fight with flat tires and trailers that lights don't work, electrical problems, running containers and really tears the hell out of a truck? you want to work for a big company, a small company? Do you want to get a home every three weeks? you want to get a home for holidays you expect to make all this money do you want to uh, run west do you want to run east do you want to run south does it really matter like I said, do you have a family or are you single do you have pets they'll charge companies will charge up enormous amount five hundred thousand, fifteen hundred 1500 $1, dollars for a pet deposit because previous drivers in that company Let their German shepherd, and I say it snide on purpose for a reason, tear up the truck. Having a pet, I have a pet, but she's small. I have a miniature schnauzer. She's small and she fits in the passenger seat. My personal preference is having a small dog. Having, you know, a companion great. Some people have cats. Some people have parrots. Some people even have parrots in their trucks. Cockatiels. I've I've seen a lot of it over the years. And it just but a German Shepherd. There's not enough room in the truck for the that poor dog to even run. And when you have to go, you have to drive ten hours a day, he spreads spreads out on the bed. You know, it's me that dog needs to run. He needs room to run Get the If you're going to have a pet Get an appropriate size pet To take with you in the truck It would be my advice A lot of Companies Will promise you a lot They'll promise you a lot of miles They'll promise you good pay, read the fine print. I don't necessarily pay attention to reviews on companies' website, Facebook page, social media, whatever. And the reason I don't is because somebody could get mad, somebody could have a bad day, and turn around and write up a heck of a nasty review when they were part of the problem. They didn't get their way, so they got mad. I'm going to jump on Facebook and I'm going to write a hell of a review. Doesn't mean that's true for the whole company or everyone in that company feels that way. Another thing is, will the company let you take the truck home? or do you have to park it in there, a lot of companies will not let you take the truck home. So that means you have to have a vehicle. If you only have one vehicle and the missus is staying at home, then you would need to find a trucking outfit that's close to your residence, truck trucking school that's close to your residence, where you could commute. A lot of the Times When you have a trainer Like I said earlier Have a trainer that has at least five years Experience, instructors in the school Ask them, pick their brain See what they tell you How many years experience Do you have doing this There's us old hands Retire And we go to driving schools Because we want to teach We That's the whole reason for the show This series Is to get the word out there To new piece to help this industry have uh, be shown in a better way is what I want to say we have such a bad reputation uh, that's another episode that I really my whole goal for this is to help people coming into the industry new and from you making the decision to want to drive a truck to go, choosing a driving school, to choosing a trainer, to getting into your own truck, and then any problems that you incur. You're always free to call in. These shows are every Monday evening between 6 and 7. I got in a little late this evening, so I off a little. But you're always free to hold me on our Facebook page, Julia's Trucking Cafe. I even opened up a group for discussion, any kind of questions you may have. It's Julia's Trucking Cafe regulars. I hope you become a regular. And please feel free to ask questions. There's never a question. Or any kind of scale questions, any kind of... Questions, a trailer questions, uh, a student shouldn't do, even had text questions. Uh, one question I came across in a group was she thought she, uh, she filled W 2 forms, or form, but then when it came to her, her W 2, the owner gave her a ninety nine. Well, that you're a subcontractor. That means you can withhold taxes or FICA, Social Security. Medicare. You're responsible. Me, I own several different businesses, so it doesn't hurt quite so bad. You. Have those. those are some different issues that I'm going to be addressing, speaking about in future episodes. And I really want to caution people that I want to come into this industry to really step and really think about it that, and realize that it's not all glamorous. How does the saying go? If it could be true, it probably is. And that's definitely trucking. For our, me wrong are very reputable companies out here. Yes, everybody has to start someplace. But just be forewarned that you know before you make a move. If you want to contact me via Facebook, via social media, please do. I would rather you ask me a question, and if you don't know the answer, I will research it for you and find the. But I'm not going to steer you wrong. I don't believe in that. I don't work that way. So, this episode's only going to be a little while. Not too, too long. There again, I'm doing this live and kind of off the cuff. So, I apologize if there's a lot of pauses. Please listen to the whole show. That. Um, thinking about different ideas and topics to cover to make sure that I cover everything that I wanted to cover in this episode. Also, I just thought, uh, there again, just thought of this, is that ask the school if they accept financial aid. If you cannot afford the tuition for the driving school, and if they are a accru- some colleges even have, instead of a private driving school, some colleges have truck driving classes that you can take. Ask what the curriculum is. It should cover classroom, backing pad, and also some classes with driving in public on highway on a two-lane road. You know, or at night, those kind of things. Besides just what you need to know for the inspection, what you need to know to pass the CDL test, these are different things that you need to know. You need to have a leg up when you start with these companies. And after you graduate, don't think you know everything because you're just learning. They're just very overwhelming. You have to continue to breathe. So there's a lot of information out there. Do your due diligence. Please research the schools. Please research, you know, finances. How long they're going to have you in class. You know, what companies, is that a company that you're interested in going with? Recruiters will tell you anything under the sun to get you hired on. But if they're worth their salt and if they're honest with you, that's a big plus. The recruiter that I have here at the company I'm working with, he doesn't. He's honest. Nope, we don't do that. Yep, we do this. Or nope, we don't do that. Or you're going to want this, that, and the other. You know, and he was completely honest with me, and hence I came to work for him. I can work for any, not vegan, I can work for any company in this country. My driving record is spotless. I have over 3 million safe driving career miles, and my CSA is spotless. I can go to any company I want. So hence, there's the reason. I'm doing the the series and this show. Please stay tuned for other episodes, future episodes, not only in this series, but also as far as guest appearances that I'm going to have in the future. ELDs will cover, team driving will cover, I mentioned that before, and weather driving, winter driving as the season approaches, um, hot weather. What you should and shouldn't do, you know, maybe equipment malfunctions, those kind of things. So it's a, a lot of material. I hope you will join us on Facebook and join our group, Julia's Trucking Cafe on Facebook, Julia's Trucking Cafe regular group. And anytime you want to call in, the show airs live here on BlogTalkRadio.com slash Julia's. Hyphen Tricking Hyphen Cafe. The call in number is 213 943 3411. Again, that's 213 943 3411. I really look forward to hearing your feedback on this show and on my other episodes. I so enjoy getting new people to join Facebook or Meeting new people out on the highway, talking them about the show, and they're like, "Wow, that's really cool." So, and it's not a competition. It's not a. My series is not, and my show is not a competition with road trucking. It's not a competition with women in trucking, and yes, I will drop that name. It's not a competition at all. We're all trying to help us drivers here be safe. Turn the industry around so the general motoring public can see us in a better light. So until next time, keep the shiny side up and stay safe.
1: By any of the 70 Denver area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. any of the 70 Denver area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts